Job chapter 13, I ended with this little thought this morning. But we've been looking for that daysman, these glimpses of Christ. And remember I said that was eight. But before it was over this morning, I, can't, I think I counted 15. And he just reveals himself over and over again as the representing one, the daysman. The recording one, our record is on high. The redeeming one, I know my redeemer liveth. The rewarding one, the restoring one, the refining one. When you tried me, I shall come forth as gold. But we ended this morning with this little phrase, the reliable one. And we get that from Job chapter 13 tonight in verse number 15. The reliable one, though he slay me, wow, yet will I trust in him. Say that with me tonight. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. I want you to see tonight the words of this verse. There are two words in this verse to me that speak volumes. And it's the word though and the word yet. The word though and then the word yet. Job is using the word though to cover his circumstances. But he's using the word yet to control the choice that he makes in the midst of the circumstances. He cannot control the those in his life. But he can control the yets in his life. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The psalmist says, though the mountains be moved and the sea roar. The Bible said, though 10,000 shall fall at my side. I'm glad through all of the those in the Bible, uncontrollable circumstances. We can make this choice yet. Yet. They say that means in spite of. Nevertheless, on the other hand, I would say it means hallelujah anyhow. Because when you go through a though, you need to have you a yet. Yet will I trust in him. The words of this text. Then secondly, I want you to see the decision that is made in this text. It is a personal decision. Job is not telling his wife what to do. He is not telling his friends what to do. He is not telling the others what they ought to do. But Job is making a personal conscience decision. Yet will I trust in him. I don't know what others may do. I have no control of that. But every day of my life, I can make a personal decision that this day, this time, This hour, I will trust in him. And let me say tonight, nobody has ever lived for God 
consistently that every day of your life you make a decision to do so. I know that word decision has been made fun of in our circles. But nobody's ever come to Christ without making a conscious decision. I choose Christ. Aren't you glad for that decision moment in your life? When the devil was beating for your soul, but you said, I decide, I choose, I make a choice for Jesus Christ to be my Savior. And just like you had to make a decision to be saved, you'll have to make a decision every day of your life to serve God and live for God and and honor God. And I believe tonight we ought to make a conscious, personal decision. I will trust in Him. I can't make you trust. I can't force you to trust. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know what anybody around me is going to do. But as for me and my heart, as for me and my house, I want to make that personal decision. Yet will I trust in Him. So I see the words of the text. I see the decision of the text. But in the last phrase, I want you to see the foundation of the text. Where is Job placing his trust? Where is Job anchoring his soul in the midst of his malady? Well, look what he says in verse 15. Though he slay me, yet will I, here it is now, trust in it? No. He's not holding up what's left of his life and saying, I will trust in it. But he is looking above what he's got. Boy, listen to this statement. He is looking beyond what he's got and beyond what he has lost and said, I will trust in him. Can I remind you tonight that is the foundation of our faith him, for he is the answer of prayer, for he is the anchor of the soul, for he is the atonement for our sin, he is the blesser, he is the bread, he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, he is the mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, King of kings, Lord of lords, our faith is in him tonight. Boy, listen to this phrase. If God is unmovable, if God is undefeatable, if God is unchangeable, then our faith in him, if it's in him, must be unmovable, undefeatable unending because if your faith is in that foundation 
And let me say with the songwriter, I'm glad my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and His righteousness. How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, I will trust in Him. He's the foundation of our faith. Would you agree with me tonight that He is the reliable I was sitting on a Delta jet two weeks before Thanksgiving. And there was a preacher and his wife sitting behind me. And the reason why I knew they were religious people, they talked about the Lord. And I think they shared a church because she was telling him what she was going to preach on Sunday night. And he was telling her what he was going to preach on Sunday morning. Well, glory. And all of a sudden, I'm finishing this Job series. And I get happy sitting in seat 4B. I got bumped up from seat 112 to seat 4B. And they've already made this announcement. Report all suspicious activity to the authorities. I got blessed. Because I thought I was at the end of it. He is the reliable one. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And a little wind or, or airflow blew out of that vent. And my Bible literally turned over a couple of chapters. And when I saw this, at 30,000 feet, it got on. Because he's not only... The reliable one. Look in Job 19 verse 25. He's the returning one. For I know that my Redeemer liveth. And he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Job said, you've not seen the last of this reliable Christ because he's the returning Christ. I'm glad he's coming again. And not as a lowly lamb to redeem, but the King of kings and Lord of lords, and he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. I thought I was done, but it hit me one more time. And I think it flew over seat four and it got to seat five. Now the preacher man didn't say much, but the preacher woman liked it. She said, whoo, bless him, Holy Ghost, and me too. You just don't see that every day in a Delta jet, 30,000 feet. But not only is he the reliable one and the returning one, But look down in verse 26. Austin, my four minutes is up. So I want you to tell me what I told you. Two more minutes. He is the resurrecting one. That makes him the reigning one. Who is the royal one. Because he said in 26, and though after my skin worms destroy this body, here's another yet, yet in my flesh shall I see God, 
whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another. Job said, you wait till you see my brand new body when this one is destroyed. Yet I'm going to see God because he is the resurrecting one. And I'm glad what we have over yonder, hallelujah, is better than what we got over here. I love to put New Testament verses, the Old Testament stories. And here's a good one right here. The eye hasn't seen and the ear hasn't heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for them that love him. One more New Testament verse. Paul said, I am persuaded that the sufferings of this life are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. I watched Brother Mark stumble his way to this altar and pray. Son, one of these days, we're going to lay it all down. One of these days, we're going to lay these old sick bodies down. But I'm glad, hallelujah, we got one over yonder. That's incorruptible, undefiled. And we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Just wait till you see my brand new home. Wait till you see it's beauty rare. Nothing down here can compare Wait till you see my brand new home. My heavenly father's building me and I'm going to occupy for free. Wait till you see my brand new home. Aren't you glad we saw Jesus in the book of Job? Praise God, he is the royal one. And he lives forever and forever. Hallelujah. What a Savior.